0: Watch the best baseball highlights and look ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At Bat is your all in one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I am very pleased to welcome uh, the former governor of Virginia, the former ambassador to Europe under President Trump, Jim Gilmore. And, Governor Gilmore, I appreciate you coming on because a lot has happened since we last talked. And I was surprised yesterday on Twitter, not just from loudmouth partisans who hate Joe Biden, but from, I think, some people who are pretty thoughtful. There was this theme of we are closer to World War III than ever before. And, in fact, that was something that President Trump said in one of his interviews in the last 48 hours. What are, are we... Are we still on track to prevent World War Three by so aggressively challenging Vladimir Putin, or do you think we might stumble into a problem here?
1: Well, of course, the comments I've been making with you on the air for months now are that we need to be resolute on this Ukrainian war that's going on so that we can avert a larger war. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been my theme all along. Right. But I think that uh, over the past week, I think things have taken a more dangerous turn. Uh, and uh, I think that we need to f- try to find some way to focus your listeners and the American people generally on this danger. And the danger is political. The danger is political. I'm actually in Alexandria today. This is mm-hmm. the fourth uh, day of my, fifth day, actually, of speaking to her that I've been doing up here. And uh, these voices that are saying, well, when are we going to do an end game or how are we going to get out? Well, of course, uh, the China and Russia appear to be saying, now, how do we get in? And that's the real danger here. Politically, if we're getting ready to run away, they're getting ready to double down. And that is going to be a bad result. Which means, you see, the problem is as this continues to develop. Sooner or later, America and their Western allies are going to realize that this is going to be the real uh, critical moment, pivotal moment, the hinge of history. And we're going to end up fighting. And we don't want that. We don't want a third world war. So we're trying to avert it here. Right now, the West is resolute. The, the voices out of Europe continue to be strong. The prime minister of Spain yesterday went to Ukraine and said that Russia will not win the war. President Biden went to, the, to surprise me with that kind of leadership, went to Kiev uh, last week and said that uh, we will, you know, we will support Ukraine. So the West is doing what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last night I gave a lengthy speech. I only really had one question, and that was, well, when are the uh, Europeans going to step up? Well, the problem is that that kind of myth is is catching hold here. Uh, our allies are stepping up in Europe, and they're joining us, and that gives us a chance. But politically, if that kind of uh, thinking takes hold, we'll lose the political war. If we lose the political war because Americans decide to break away and run, then at that point, I think that uh, the Ukrainians will lose, and I think the Ukrainians losing means that we will end up in a third world war in the immediate future.
0: Mm. Uh, well, that's that is scary to think about when you when you looked at President Biden and this this speech and the walk the, 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 he gave a huge speech apparently with thirty thousand people in the audience according to the White House correspondent we had on yesterday in Warsaw Poland and then the the walkabout that he did which appeared I got to be honest with you pretty staged to me I mean like a, a big photo op in in Kiev do you. <laughs> Was there any discussion behind the scenes about how to win, or is this just a, a an opportunity to say we're still with you, and here's five hundred additional million dollars? I,
1: what, well, photo ops are important because they're a political message
0: yeah.
1: to Putin uh, that uh, that if he keeps going, that he's going to face uh, strong Western resistance. It's the mm-hmm. uh, political uh political opportunities for communications photo ops are an important message that's what you do but there are other things going on here um the uh the the word we're seeing is that we're getting we're continuing to support uh taiwan we've sent some more training soldiers there but on the other hand on moldova which is a country i was involved with when i was ambassador Mm -hmm. Uh, that has an uh, an occupied part of uh, Moldova called Transnistria, where there are Russian troops, they're stepping up uh, problems there. So this thing is spiraling up, John, not Mm -hmm. down. I've been warning you for months and warning your listeners for months that we need to nip this in the bud. We're not nipping it in the bud. We need to send more materials, but if we do that, we're stepping up. Uh, This thing is spiraling upwards. Now, I'm not unwilling to address all the issues that we've got in America, Mm-hmm. Uh, with the border, with all the issues we're seeing, which you're, of course, addressing on your show. I'm happy to address all those issues, but yeah. I warn you that those, that in a free country like ours, that diverts us from this growing problem that we're seeing worldwide. The Russians know this. They're, they're exploiting America's neo-isolationism. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, though, the, the long-term result is not uh, a quizzling type of peace against a uh, Hitler type of person. But instead, exactly what we saw in the past, which is a, a stepped-up war uh, when the chips are really down. Well, it seems like it's a big
0: game of chicken. What wh- and and I, I hate to sound like a broken record because I think I ask you a version of this question every week. But what mm-hmm. is the game changer here? You know, next week I guess will be the uh, the one-year anniversary of this um, this conflict, and. That's not a huge amount of time in the in the history of the world, but it's significant, especially when you add up the amount of money that we've sent. What is it that we can do to change the dynamic here dramatically to get this done? Or am I trying to rush it by asking?
1: We did, we do, we don't, we're faced with no choices now. We have to send more materials to the Ukrainians. Uh, that's the only way that we can keep this thing localized. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otherwise, there's going to be a defeat. And that defeat is very short term. Uh, At that point, uh, I think the Russian strategy and the Chinese strategy uh, is to persuade our allies, not just in Europe, but worldwide, that we're irresolute and that the march of uh, dictatorship is on the march and that the Americans and their allies are not capable of standing up to it. That's their message. And that, of course, has a lot of appeal in the, Amer- in the American dialogue. Uh, there Americans that say, oh, we gotta quit, we gotta stop, this is not our war. Well, it is our war, and there's nothing we could do about it because we didn't start it. This is a big strategic move. You said we, you feel like we're playing chicken. No, we're playing chess. Let's be real clear about that. This is a chess game that's going on for the future of the world right now. And we can't be stupid about this. And I, I, I'm telling you this morning, I'm very concerned about the developments that are going on. Frankly, I, I think that the Biden uh, appearance is a political statement, a very significant one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his isn't the only one. We're, we're seeing uh, the Western, uh, particularly the European countries, rally. Uh, but in the end, if this is a lost battle, that uh, in the in the years ahead, uh, you know, America's security and safety itself, existence, really is uh is put in jeopardy here i'm just i'm not trying to be hysterical i'm no I, I, frankly i don't i don't think i've I think i've been talking about this now for you have for eight months
0: you've been very consistent and i don't i don't discount any of your your very real concerns i think russia is uh eager to reassemble their old empire vladimir putin said that so you're not making that up that's true it's just what do we do to defeat him and um You kind of touched this on on this uh, in the speech that you gave to the West Richmond Businessmen's Association, what, two weeks ago now. And let me bring it back up to you. Do you think there's any chance that Ukraine starts to have, or they have lost so many of their soldiers, and Russia can replace their soldiers even with inexperienced young men that they're willing to sacrifice, it seems, and someone looks and says, you know what, we need to send U.S. troops or the Europeans need to supplement the Ukrainian soldiers with some of their young men. And that would be a, a, a big dynamic change that I think would cause alarm. Where do you think we are in the possibility of that happening?
1: Well, first of all, I don't think there's a possibility of sending American troops—at least not yet. That doesn't look, or European troops. I don't think I see any of that going on yet. Mm -hmm. But we are in a dangerous situation because it's beginning to be a Uh, stalemate—a stalemate where people are dying on both sides. The Russians have a larger population; they're prepared to sacrifice men. I mean, we Americans sitting over here can't imagine. Uh, the bloodiness that's going on over there. The Ukrainians are supplementing their army, uh, with their younger men. That is going on right now. Uh, but the, the, the strategic danger is the political one. Uh, right now, the strong majority position among Americans is to recognize what I'm saying. And there's, they're being steadfast and the Americans are being fine and their leadership is being recognized worldwide. Uh, but right now, the political war that's going on is significant. If the Russians can, through their influence, uh, their social media, their media, uh, build up this neo-isolationism in the United States, they can win the political war, which will mean a win on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And that's really what's going on right now. Um, Look, I'm happy to sit down with you at a future time on one of your shows. We could talk about all the domestic issues. But the big problem is not going away. I'm just warning your listeners.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that seems clear and I am watching the clock and I got to r- roll here in a second but is there do you think there was anybody with Biden on this trip who is doing some behind the scenes i don't want to say negotiating but discussions to try to give an out to vladimir putin so he could withdraw without us well not us with without ukraine losing something and and since he seems to be such a proud, uh, kind of arrogant guy, uh, find a way to end this without, uh, a, a, the conflict escalating even more. Is there some sort of diplomatic solution or that's just not possible?
1: Well, look, uh, we can dream up some things. I can think of some things. I haven't proposed them yet publicly because I'm not still thinking about them, but, hmm. uh, you can come up with things like that. The real problem is this: politically, politically, Putin and the Chinese think they can win, yeah, yeah. and they think they think that they're they're playing on the minds of the American people, and that's the, where the battlefield is right now, among the minds of the American people. Hmm. The Americans don't want to be in this conflict, and the Russians know that, and they're playing on that weakness. Uh, hmm. And if that continues, then. Uh, this is going to be a big strategic problem in the big in the big chess game that they're initiating. We're not doing this. Uh, I don't. You say look, we want to give Putin an out so that he can quit. I don't think he wants to quit. I think he wants to win.
0: Yeah. Okay. And, uh, well, that's I, important. And that's
1: you... that's that, that's a problem. I'm telling you. you yeah.
0: know? Okay. Well, listen. I always appreciate the chance to talk to you, and and at some point we'll sit down and we'll do an hour. and We'll talk domestic politics as well. Uh, Jim Gilmore, the former governor of Virginia, former ambassador to Europe as well. Thank you, Thank sir. you, John. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.